The tale of old Jonas He was swallowed whole by a whale That's a good tale But this ain't that tale This is listener mail Listener mail Hello, you are listening to Listener Mail. I'm Michael Showalter, joined, as always, by my Topics co-host, Michael Ian Black. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm great. I always enjoy uh, Listener Mail because it really opens up my mind to entirely new ways of looking at some of our past topics and hopefully points the way to some of our future topics. Let's just jump in. This letter comes to us from John Bennett, and John lives in London. Um, now, and I just w- want to clarify, is this London, England? London, England. Wow. Okay. Yep. London, England. And John writes, hi, Michaels. He says, my multi-ethnic topic study group met last week to discuss your podcast on the Middle East. First, I want to say what a great discussion it was. Even though you're both comedians, I thought it was important to hear you discuss a serious topic in a serious way. At the same time, I love that your sense of humor reared its head on occasion. Even though comedy isn't the objective, if something funny does happen, that's great. But despite all of the positive takeaways from the Middle East discussion, because you two covered it in such depth, covering over over 90%, we were able to complete the journey to 100% in far less than than the six hours we normally allot for discussion. We adjourned unusually early, and the rest of my week felt a bit lacking as a result. Hmm. How do you... And then here comes the question. How do you recommend study groups use their time if they surpass the 100% mark earlier than expected? It's a great question, and it's surprisingly one we haven't gotten before. Um, First of all, I want to commend John for really understanding that although this is a serious podcast, every once in a while something funny does happen, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, the one rule we have is there are no rules, and humor definitely falls under that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To answer his question, I always envisioned the study groups as meeting or surpassing the 100% mm, mark. This is so crucial. Yes. And what I mean by surpassing, because obviously how can you discuss more than 100% of a topic mm-hmm. is in the Middle East – Uh, For example, yes, you can resolve the Middle East questions. uh, And if you do it in under the six hours, then I would recommend looking for other topics that kind of um, branch off of the Middle East. Can I can I piggyback onto what you're saying? Go West, young man. Yes. Yes. Go West, young man. Now, do you mean they should start discussing the Midwest of America? Because I don't think that's what you mean. Well, if it if it, if you wind up there, sure, certainly. But I just I'm saying, why not uh, move from the Middle East into Europe? Yes. Or why not why not move from the Middle East to the Far East? Yes. 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 We have an entire world. Uh, there's an there's all something is always east of something else. Well, that's do, do, that's the wonderful thing about living on a sphere is that, um, in a sense, we're living in a, in a Mobius strip, except in three dimensions, which is that's a, right. a sphere. Uh, and so, when you continue to travel east, where do you end up? Exactly where you started. That's right. Um, and when you travel west, you do the same. So, 
I agree with you. I think uh, as you move across this great big wonderful blue marble in space that mm-hmm. we all inhabit, you're going to find so many rich areas of study to to dip your beak into. And you know, we're only speaking geographically now. We're not even speaking historically. We're not even mm-hmm. speaking culturally. We're just, mm-hmm. you know, I I just think John um, if you open your mind to the possibilities, the multitudes within the topic, you'll f- you'll find you'll have such a richer experience. And before I forget, I really do want to commend you for having a multi-ethnic study group. I think that's so important, just so vital, and it really enriches mm-hmm. the work. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, John. Keep listening to the show. Now, uh, here is uh, a letter from uh, Avery Edison. Um, and this is a question about our move to Earwolf Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know, Topics is now uh, part of the Earwolf family of podcasts, which we're very excited about. Avery writes, "Hi guys, huge fan of the show. I'm so excited about your moving about you moving to the Earwolf Network, but I'm also a little concerned as Earwolf is primarily known for comedy podcasts." Does this move mean topics will start to focus more on comedy than the thoughtful discussion of today's topics? I don't know if you've noticed this or if it was intended, but one of the things I've enjoyed about the show so far is that it seems that you're not trying to be funny. Hmm. Then she writes in parentheses, although I've certainly had some real belly laughs listening to the show. Hmm. Congratulations on the move, Avery Edison. So I guess she's asking us if now that we're at Earwolf, which has so many great comedy uh, programs, are we going to stop what we're doing and focusing on t- serious topics? And well, I know how I feel about it, but Mike, I'm sure you're going to have a strong well, opinion Well, you know on what this. I said to you as soon as the conversations with Earwolf began, I said, Michael, do you think they're going to want us, move us more into the direction of comedy and not into a serious, you know, not let us be what we are, which is a serious conversation of topics by uh, comedians who are being serious, although if something funny happens, that's fine too. And, and I want to point out that Avery uh, seems to understand that because she mentioned she had some belly laughs, um, but she's concerned about the content. And what you said to me was, um, you said, I think that's a very real concern. Let's raise that with Earwolf. And when we talk to the team at Earwolf, and they mm-hmm. just they have a great team over there, mm-hmm. just a great team, we raise that concern. And uh, the, the kid who runs it, I think his name is Scott, he said, guys, and I'll never forget this, he said, we want you to do what you do. Yeah, and as, a, as, a, as, a, as an artist, as a performer, as what we do, that's what you want to hear. That's, that's what you, you want to that, hear. That's what that, you want to be uh, supported, you want to be nurtured, and the team – you know the team that they've got here is just provides such a great. You know they like to call it an umbrella. Yes. For for everyone in the Earwolf family to to be the best version of who they can be. So the thing that I really responded to was, and the thing that put me over the top with Earwolf, as opposed to a lot of the other companies that came to us, was the kid, and I can't. I think it's Scott, and I I I wish I knew for sure. But the kid who runs the place, Scott, he said, and he was being poetic, and I, I hope this isn't, um, I hope this isn't misconstrued, um, because he said it very sincerely, and it, and it could be taken the wrong way. He said, "I want to be the teat that you suckle from, 
artistically. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what he said. Yes. That's and, exactly what he said. And it was such a great sentiment and I knew exactly what he meant. Mm-hmm. He literally, he literally meant let me be the teat that you suckle from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he raised his shirt, you know, and mm-hmm. he was, he was, he, again, he was being poetic. I don't want this to come across as something silly because it was, mm-hmm. it was a very sort of, uh, heartwarming moment when he did right. this. Right. And, um, you know, not, uh, you know, obviously both of us declined to literally suck at his teat, mm-hmm. you know, because I can, I, I'll be honest with you. I considered it. <laughs> I did too, just as a sign of good well, faith. But, right. But, but, but what, I didn't want to offend him. No, you know? but what held me back was, you know, the fact that, you know, we were just meeting this kid. It was, it was a first meeting and honestly, he's a male. I don't think he would have produced anything more than at best a kind of filmy colostrum. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think I'd get any literal nourishment, but mm-hmm. I, but I took, I took the meaning um, as artistic nourishment. And I've carried that with me as we've made the transition to Earwolf. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's just great. Um, well, listen, I'll, I'm going to read one, uh, one more question mm-hmm. and then we will uh, say goodbye for now and encourage everyone to keep listening to the show and keep sending us your fantastic uh, letters. We're at topicspodcast at gmail.com and uh, we absolutely want to hear from you. Um, Sean Mills writes, uh, a question about the tone of the podcast. Hmm. And he says he feels like he's already learned so much by listening to the show, but lately he's been wondering about something that we said and we wants us to know if we can clear it up for him. He says, to put you back in that frame of mind, the situation was this. It naturally came up that your show is all about serious subjects and not necessarily always going for the laugh, mm-hmm. which, which he says he considers very brave because so many other people go exclusively for the jokes without really digging into the underlying idea. Yes. He says, simply put, my question is this. Have you ever had an episode of topics where either of you felt like there were too many funny moments? Hmm. Like maybe by chance or the luck of draw, there ended up being a laugh and then another laugh and then another laugh. And it left you feeling like maybe you were starting to lose focus. Hmm. It's a, a, it's a, good, it's a it? very good question. Um, for me, no. And I will... I, I can enunciate why. I I was thinking if I could just quickly jump in. I Please. was thinking, I do remember, do you remember we did an episode on tugboats, trains, and trolleys? Yes, of course. And I, I feel like that one got a little silly. Yes. Yes. Um, if, if I, if I were to, if I were to pick one episode where I know afterwards, I felt like you and I, were maybe not doing justice to the topic. It would be, it would have been tugboats, trains and trolleys. Yes. And, and we, we, when we did have that conversation afterwards uh, in, in between ourselves and there was a flurry of emails, there was a phone conversation, but what I wanted to say, and can you remind me of the listener's name again? Sean. Sean. What I wanted to say to Sean was even though there are, episodes that I feel like, like the Tugboats, Trains and Trolleys episode, um, which incidentally we never released. No, um, but maybe, but maybe we should Yeah. now that, now that I'm seeing this. Yeah. Um, 
one of the things, or even re-record it. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we even you know try to give it. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's due. due it's due yeah man but, wanted to say real quickly you were talking about the conversations afterwards i just sometimes people want to know what our process is after every episode mike and i do what we call a post-mortem yes um where we go over the 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 episode we say what were the pros and cons we listen yes. to we listen back to it we yes. make sure that we were accurate in in uh as accurate as we could be journalistically and um so just wanted to quickly clarify that. Um, so what I wanted to say to Sean was, even though there are episodes that I feel like are more successful than others, be it through humor, be it through their seriousness, be it through the, the, the amount of topic that we've covered, the reason I say no is because every single podcast that we do is perfect by definition. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? I do, and I feel like it's a metaphor – for I think how I feel and I think you feel too about people. Yes. It's it's how I want to approach my life and my relationships. Each interaction with another person is perfect because it gives me an opportunity to conduct a post-mortem on that interaction. Mm-hmm. I conduct a post-mortem on myself daily. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. did I do right today? What can I improve mm-hmm. today? Um uh, an, an inventory. Yes. And so there's, of course, there's always room for improvement. Can you imagine a world of, can you imagine a perfect world and how boring that would be, Sean? Um, one of the things that I enjoy so much about humanity is our flaws. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I, I bring that same philosophy to the podcast. That's so forward thinking of you. It and really is. I think, and it I really think is. it's a great, uh, a great message for us to uh, sign off on. Agreed. Uh, Mike, uh, I will be talking to you soon on topics. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.